Ladies and gentlemen, it's here. The time is now. We are ready to talk about one of uh, the most talked about shows, obviously, this entire week. Uh, it's another edition of the Midweek War, but it's a special NXT TakeOver edition, which is always a fun show. Respect. Uh, Tony Garza is here, who has been joining me throughout this Midweek War. Hey, man. Uh, oh, my God. That was... I just noticed your avatar, and I hate you so much. Yeah, that's right. That's my new logo. That's my new uh, logo. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> oh, we're going to fight tonight, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> This was, this was the best show that WWE has done this year for many reasons. One is that one. That. God. <laughs> Monster. Uh, but, oh, wait a minute. Who, who, else is, who else is that that's joining us on, on the show? Sorg, is that you? What, what, wait, wait, where am I? Where am I? This, is, this doesn't look like Thursdays to me. I mean, what, what is <laughs> I, I should be... I, I, what the hell do I do on Thursdays? Well, what do I do on Thursdays? <laughs> do we want to know what you do on Thursdays? We podcast on Thursdays, Maggle, because I just came from another podcast, and I thought I'd join you as well, my dear friends, to talk about the greatest of greatest shows, NXT, TakeOver, Respect. Yes. Uh, this was a fun show, as always. Uh, but let's go into it. If you can sum up the, this, this event... With one word. Tell me you guys what would that one word be? I'm actually going to say respect. Because... <laughs> no, no, no. Because several wrestlers who had no respect for me earned it. Mm. That includes Baron Corbin. Yeah. Oh, we'll Bucky get into Baron Corbin. We'll get into Baron Corbin. Um... <laughs> Uh, Sorg, uh, uh, on this, I believe it's your first ever time on the Midweek War. Really? Uh, it gotta be, I think. Oh, I wow. think you were here uh, the first takeover that we Possibly. did the show. <laughs> yeah, I had to have been on a takeover one before at least. So I have to at least do these ones. So uh, once in a while at least. So, um, so, so, so what is your one word for takeover? Uh, my word is... We'll just combine a word, step up. Step up? And, and, and really kind of going along those, like a lot of people stepped up to, I'm sure there's a synonym for that or something that is actually one word. I just can't right. think of it right now. Um, right. Because, the, because the other podcasts I just did had beers. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, it, I mean, really it is. It, it, or, uh, the other word, maybe the more proper word, is arrival. I didn't want to use it because it was the name of their old show. Uh, but but it was like people had something to prove, you know, guys that we've been putting down for a while, and 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 yeah, they, I think they completely arrived. They rise to the challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, my word is just wow, <laughs> wow, uh, which is what I was saying a lot of the time during the uh, during the uh, the live event. Um, if there was a lot of good on this show. Uh, let's go into the one good thing. Your one good thing this week. Your goodest of good things, uh, Antonio Garza. Okay, my well, there, goodest so is the word sort. <laughs> there, there's so many things that we can choose. Uh, I'm gonna give my good to man. Who impressed me most, Dana or Baron? 
Yeah, Baron. Baron Corbin has my good this week. Uh, Baron Corbin was on another level. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I think it's, it's just like that he went like really high high paced, but he looked legit. Like he looked so vicious and so good. He looked better than Rhino. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a super, super, and I'm actually going to talk about this later. I was super sad that they defeated Jason and, and Gable. But uh, I was like, yeah, fucking Corbin deserves that shit. That was good. I think it was really interesting because, like, the big profile matches Corbin's had has been against Bull Dempsey, uh, Samoa Joe, and Rhino. Yep. To put him in the ring with somebody a little bit younger, a little bit faster, a little bit, you know, somebody that can quicken the pace of the match, he did amazing. And I feel like that was a testament to what Baron Corbin can do. I feel like maybe, that's a, I'm not getting into the people he's faced, but like, I feel like the he's been always put into that power role and against another powerful guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you know what I think it was? Like, uh, like that, going fast, but also the fact that uh, Corbin can grab Gable and just throw him around the ring. He cannot do that to Rhino or Joe or Dempsey. So that, that, that spinning side slam, before uh, the, like, oh my god, I yeah. nearly, I lost it. Like, and and, I mean, and then the finish and, as well. But yeah, so. he made an end of days look like out of nowhere, pretty much. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I, I definitely agree. Uh, Soar, what would be your one good for uh, TakeOver? My one good is, geez, I, I, I mean, I think it's the obvious, obvious one, but that, that uh, fatigue. Okay. That could have been my one word, it was fatigue. I love <laughs> how utterly destroyed they both looked after the Iron Man match. Yeah. Uh, and how that came across, and, and not in a way that made anybody look weak or anything, but it just added so much to it, and and that you know they were putting holds on, but they couldn't get it in. Like like a lot of times, like oh he doesn't have the whole thing on, and it seems like it's a cover for a mess up, right? And that it's like, finish, that that finish where she couldn't lock it in fully was the the so smart. Yeah, and bridging, like, we've talked about continuity, like, selling a thing and making part of the story, and that, that like, she couldn't sink, she couldn't sink it in because they were working on her hand earlier in the match. It was just so good. And and the, and I feel like I feel like initially, like, oh, she taps with three, three seconds left, right? She was getting kicked in the freaking head. Like, yeah, it I, wasn't it wasn't because you just chapped and it happened to be three right. seconds. Like, I can believe that she had no idea what the time was because she was in utter pain and getting kicked in the freaking head. You know what I mean? Sasha Which, Banks I, I mean both both competitors, but Sasha Banks is so intelligent in that way. The little things that she does is so great. Uh like like I, there was one part where she had her in the Boston Crab or whatever. And I love the little parts where like she, it's clear Bailey will get to the bottom rope, but before she reaches the bottom rope, she just abandons the hold and just starts stomping on her head. Like mm-hmm. that's so smart, and it's little things like that that I really love about Sasha Banks. Yeah. And, and and I mean, you know, you guys know that I hate Bailey, but props to her because, <laughs> uh, like going back to what the the finish that Sora was saying, sure you have Sasha selling that she doesn't even know. 
but he also have Bailey showing so much urgency to win because she does know the time. So yeah. it's not only she's not only holding, she starts kicking just like get the fuck up. So. Just her, just a more aggressive side, like her working on the hand like Sasha did at the first, in the first match. And the the Bailey to belly on the floor. Like like that stuff was like, okay, we're seeing a new side of Bailey. Yeah. Like it feels like the Iron Man match had affected her in a sense. You know what I mean? We and, uh, watched her grow up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Absolutely. What makes you uh, wonder then, when somebody like her goes to Raw, what do you do beyond that when you've already seen her develop into this? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Which, I, that's a whole other discussion, I know, but it just thread. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I think I, I, I stepped on you. Yeah, I, know, I was going to say that going back to what you are saying with fatigue, uh, that's something that I really appreciate personally from a match. Uh, I used to hate when John Morrison had matches and he wouldn't even sweat. He has so good stamina that he can go through a 30-minute match and he's just like normal. I'm like, I don't, I, I, this is, doesn't look real because you just went through a 30-minute match and you're not tired at all. So, yeah, it's not dramatic. I mean, it, it's good that the guys right now have like a little stamina and crossfit and all that stuff, but I, I need to see my guys sweat and get all, all messy sometimes. I think the best part about the match is that I... I think everyone knew going in that Bailey was gonna win. Like everyone's like, we're like, Sasha's up to the main roster, whatever. Um, they made me buy at one point that Sasha could possibly win. But like I, I literally thought like maybe they will give her the belt. Maybe she'll just stay on NXT and do some stuff here and there, or whatever. But I, you know, I, it was they, they really had me at the edge of my seat. Um, uh, I knew. Uh... Bailey was gonna win, like hands down. But I, I was watching the match like next to my clock, and it, it wasn't summing up. So at, at one point, I was like, I think they're gonna go to sudden death. They're gonna tie and go to sudden death. And yeah, they announced a thirty-minute match, but they're gonna go forty-five in the hour. But mm-hmm. but uh, eventually, we did get a win and, and an extra bunch of stuff after, so it, it kind of paired up. But yeah, during the match, I, I totally thought that. They were gonna go for a tie limit draw. Yeah. Isn't that an interesting thing with booking, especially like this? Like, oh, they're gonna do this. Like two out of three falls. You know, you know they're gonna go. Yeah, to they're gonna fall. <laughs> you know, like it's so obvious. But then they do something like like they need to outbook things. Like, you know, you're like, oh, you know, come on, Bailey's gonna win this. Like, it feels like it's obvious to us that I've watched wrestling for far too long and kind of know what's going on. But then to say, okay, how are they going to finish this? Oh, exactly. they'll go to sudden death, or they'll do this, or she'll do a comeback. But the, like nobody could have called the way that they ended that thing, right? Like yeah. is, I can't have we seen anything like that? Not like that, or not in that way. You know, they they put their own exclamation. I think out of Iron Man matches, I can't believe there's been ten of them, and and I watched one in person here in Pittsburgh, uh, mm-hmm. and and. I can't remember anything except for Randy Orton trying to blow up John Cena. But <laughs> other than that, I can't think of anything else that was quite as memorable outside of the first one. And I think that we're going to remember and talk about this one for a long, long time. Not just because it was two women, but because it was good. Yeah, it was, good. it was well booked. Uh, Iron Man matches have become really formulaic in the last... Uh, I guess ten years, probably since Benoit versus uh, 
angle where yeah. you have a guy when you have the heel get so many wins over the face and then the face comes back. Ooh, and that's it. And and I guess since Lucha Underground did theirs and then now this one, we have been seeing new, new uh, I guess, different ways to book this match, which is, it's good. It's good to take the match that we all know and kind of give it a new life. Yeah, definitely. Um, my one Maybe. good... Th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, my good thing for this uh, takeover is kind of twofold with the last two matches on the show. And it was a level of respect. Um, I think I one of the things I saw a lot um, as far as predictions for the women's match was what if Nia Jax comes out and interferes and beats on Bailey or whatever. Uh, everyone also was predicting that Finn and Balor were going to... Er, Finn and Balor. Finn and Joe were going to turn on each other and all that stuff. I like that they didn't do that. I like that we had a straight-up finish to the main event with a... With a you know, a beautiful ending. And I like that we had a straight-up finish to the t- to the, uh, the Dusty Classic. Because it was important to have that. It was important to have that moment of, okay, a team is one. You know, this isn't because we're trying to further in line. This is because, you know, whatever. You know, this is for Dusty. Or this is for these two women in this match. I like that. I like that they go the route of, well, we need to... You know, you know, we've got. What are we going to build to next month? You know, they'll build stuff to next month. They'll build stuff on the next on the weekly show. You know, they let this be a showcase of their talents, and I really do appreciate that. That is the thing, because uh, you know, how many times after pay per views we're like, well, what is they going to build to next? You know, what what who is he going to go after this? Well, well, let's wait till Monday and find out. Let's wait till Wednesday and find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's yeah. just sit on tonight on its laurels, because holy crap, it deserves it. You know? I, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but this is like the best example I can think of to like, compare them to. Um, back like at last year's Hell in a Cell, um, imagine if we had a finish to Seth and Dean, and then on Raw you started the Bray Wyatt stuff. Right. Yeah. They, they, you know it's I mean? almost like you know when we complain about TNA, they don't let stuff sit after yeah. a match. Um, and I feel like, like, isn't WWE kind of doing that too? Because they're like, like, I can do a thing to make you come back next time. It's like, great. Can we just sit on this thing happen? Great. Can we yeah. just when, have this moment? When's the last decisive ending to a pay per view? Do you remember? You know what I mean? That wasn't like kind of like, uh, you know, it's. It, I, I think that's where we're at with that. Uh, I I think a lot of people expected a a dusty finish for the dusty match, and yes. I, I I personally hadn't. Read anything that there were that Cody and and Goldust were gonna be there, so I also was anticipating some kind of shenanigans to go at the end. But uh, once I saw like the trophy and the family, I was like, no, this is the perfect ending. This makes the this makes the tournament feel so legit. Like I want to see you next year's. I think it's also I think it's also important to remember, like you may say, well, what Samojo, what interaction did he have with Dusty, being kind of a newer guy. But I think you also remember Dusty was a big part of TNA for a a, a good period, and I think a yeah. good period that Joe was there when he first came in, if my timelines are right in my head. So so I I think it was really good, and 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 I mean you don't. I mean, that's not a thing where you have, you know, Cesaro come out and be the Heyman guy and, 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 
and you know put over I'm the Andre the Giant blah 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 you know and and somebody destroys the the, the trophy mm-hmm. like especially since the guy just died uh, this is a goodwill thing and I also kind of wonder if it becomes a yearly thing for them. I think it should. I hope so. Um, but I also think like to your point as well. I think yeah even if even if the Joe thing you know yeah you can argue that but. Out of the eight people that was in those final eight, I would argue the person that had the most connection with Dusty was Balor. Because, uh, I mean, it was well documented that him and Balor kind of hit it off. And, and they, you know, uh, you know I, I feel like, and not to say, you know, maybe he had a good relationship with the younger guys, too. Yeah, obviously, he probably, yeah, from what I hear, he had a good relationship with everyone. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like. It, you know, guys like Gable and Jordan and Dawson, Dash and Dawson, who were freaking amazing, and Baron Corbin and stuff like that, were still elevated, even though they didn't get the win. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's, I'm so, I think the tag division right now is amazing in NXT. Like, there's so many good teams right now. But yeah, well, I'm with you, and I think, I think, because I think that's something that. You could have looked at NXT and be like, ah, oh, what are they doing with the tag teams? But you got to see the big picture of their tag team division, even though they had a, you know, kind of a thrown together tag team win or in the finals. Um, you saw the depth of that roster and what they can do with tag teams. And and yeah. yeah, I think I think that's, and think hopefully some of those tag teams stay together and become tag teams on the main roster like our Ascensions and the Lucha. And maybe this is a thing where uh, I watched the rivalries with uh, uh, Dudley's, uh, Hardy's, and, and, and Edge and Christian. It was mostly Edge and Christian and Hardy's, of course. But uh, but just like that kind of like look what's happening in the tag division and we had all these other guys going on too, you know, that it was it was deep back then. You know, maybe it was, it was only... Very- but it was deep. And... and WWE has a really big opportunity to make that, and I think they've. I think the tag division, to be quite honest, has been so. It hasn't been like mind blowing, but generally has been very, very good for the last three years for WWE probably, and and say, yeah. just just explode with some of these guys coming up. You know, uh, the the Gable and uh, what's his face team is just like my favorite thing right now in NXT, to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just, who like... Thought, who would think in a million years, and for those that have, like, like sort of extensively watched NXT, that we would be, like, gushing over Jason Jordan, uh, Scott Dawson, and Dash Wilder? Help me figure out, what is the intangible? And I understand, like, you, you know, watch some of his career, the point where you're like, oh, Stone Cold just got it, and you see that he's a different person, right? <laughs> what is the intangible about him and Gable that makes him just exponentially more interesting than he was with the other guy? And the other guy by himself and shaving a 10 in his head did almost the same thing for him, too. Yeah. The, the, the answer to that is, uh, I think, because uh, I heard it this morning, Jordan has the physique look, but he doesn't have Gable's charisma. Gable has the charisma the make work, but he doesn't have Jordan's look. It, it's the perfect complement of two guys. Right I, now. I, I agree completely. I also think Jordan has been extremely aggressive lately. Like, that hot tag was like, he was on another level. And, like, the crowd was into him, and, like, like, that's so amazing. And I think I, I brought this up uh, on a show maybe a couple months ago, the question of, you know, 
is NXT just being considered this great because of all the independent talent they're bringing in, or can they actually, you know, raise a roster that will raise to that level? And I think they proved the takeover that they absolutely can. Yeah. Like they, it, it took a while, but with Dana, Corbin, Jason Jordan, all well, pretty much the whole tag team division, they, they, they're proving that it does take time, but the developmental work, uh, system works. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, going into it, what would be your one bad thing uh, for a takeover? Uh... Well, funny that we were talking about this, but my bad thing is actually the booking of the Dusty uh, tournament. You, you, we, uh, we all love us some Gabriel Jordan. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, I think my biggest problem is that, I mean, aside from what Sir was saying, that maybe in the, the final four, only really Corbin and Balor had, like, a real connection. But, I mean, we all knew everyone respects Dusty. Uh, but my, my biggest problem was that at the end of the tournament, the two uh, random teams are the ones defeating the legit, legit teams, including the tag team champions. So, I, I, well, I'm, well, I don't know fairness, how I feel about that. In fairness, a legit team did beat the tag team champions of the tournament. But, yeah. I, I, you know, but it, it's... It, it just didn't feel right, I guess, for me that the two teams that have been teaming up for at least one month have defeated the teams that have been teaming up for a bunch of time. And yeah. I, I think uh, when, when this really started, I, I was kind of sure that the, the final two were going to be Enzo and Cass and Jason and Jordan. I mean, Jason and Jordan and Gable. Mm -hmm. uh, and I could have been... <laughs> I didn't have it. Yeah, I, I would have been so happy with... Uh, Gable and Jordan having the opposite win. I, I don't care if it's an upset, but just a win. And I, I guess I was surprised that Dash and Dawson made it this high, but uh, I don't know. It, it just felt weird that the two final teams were not actual tag teams. Uh, it, it's still, they were kind of like super teams, and, and you know, I, it's, it's like the, the uh, Stone Cold... John Cena, or no, no, I'm, I'm mixing it up. Like Stone Cold Shawn Michaels. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah kind of team yeah, yeah, you're right. Like they become better just because they're exponentially the 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 two top guys. Great, yeah, the two top guys, and that just works more. You know what I mean? Like they have a higher experience points just in general, and that just adds up versus their, you know, I mean, it's just it's a different kind of math, I guess. I will say this, um, as far as like making sure the guys got put over still. Gable and Jordan obviously did, and got put over in the loss. Dash and Dawson as well, because they um, they did a post show interview on the YouTube channel, and they mentioned like we were the guys that took out Balor's leg, we were the guys that took out the NXT champion's leg. You know that's, I I think that's great. Like that's really cool. And and yeah, I I, I think they'll be. I think they'll be fine. I do agree. I guess yeah. I. If it was more about dust, I mean, compared to what you think, if it's more about like Dusty or also like the fact that it is tag teams, you know, I feel like if if Dusty had a singles tournament, you know, this would be, you know, more obvious. But yeah, I I, I can definitely see what you're saying. Um, Sorg, what would be your one bad thing for Takeover? Jeez, not enough uh, Axa, Aska. <laughs> Uh, the bad thing is I can never figure out how to pronounce her name, 
Even after just don't pr- just don't pronounce the U. Aska, Aska. Plus, there's the Axana thing that Bobby started on the on Mayhem. And Bob, well, Bobby, Bobby is Bobby is messing everybody up. He's so. kind of ruined me uh, for that. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. Like probably the weakest match was the uh, uh, the Tyler Breeze match, and that's not a bad match. You know, oh, it was I mean? a great match. It was a tremendous match, but it was the less greatest match of the night, which yeah. isn't saying anything. I like like just the the tempo of everything, and this isn't what the question. I'm not answering the question anymore. No, that's fine. Um, but no, I really it was kind of uh, not enough. Uh, not not enough of uh, Asuka. I'll I'll quickly say my bad was that it's not three. That it was two hours and not three hours. That, that's <laughs> yeah. quickly my bad because I yeah. want to go back to, because I want to quickly go back to what Sorg said because Sorg I want to get your opinion. First time watcher, first. Time watching Asuka perform. I mean, what are your thoughts? I just want to get for someone who has never seen I, Kana. You know, I she I like it so much. <laughs> I like it so. Okay, this is my problem right now. Um, I, I I said this to my wife last night. Of all people, I told this to my wife uh, that I I can't pick a favorite right now. Mm. I thought Paige was going to be my next leader. And then Becky Lynch came around. I'm like, that's my next Lita. And now, and now Asuka came along and is just freaking amazing. Um, I can't pick one. They're all too amazing. You know, I, I'm coming around on on, on Sasha. Charlotte's just bl- mind blowing. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, when people ask me what who my favorite wrestler is, I don't really have an answer for them. And I can't even tell you who my favorite like current wrestling diva is right now. Uh, because I just like them as a whole at this at this point, at least like this segment of them, um, and even you got to be honest, uh, the Bellas aren't half bad these days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not Charlotte, they're not these other girls, but they're also not Braun Panties Bellas from ten years ago. You know what I mean? 100%. Uh, I mean, that's that's. I think that speaks a lot, and and. The talent is there, and we saw last night what you can do when you let them go. And, jeez. The, the, you know, the, my bad thing is that this isn't happening on Raw. Yeah. And yeah. at pay-per-views that some people are still paying $60 for. I got to, just with that as well, give so much credit in the world to Dana Brooke. Who I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> in, in fairness, when, I, when my opinion was on Dana Brooke, she was pretty bad in the book. But she looks so comfortable in there. Like, it's that click. It's that click, just like the other guys we were talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and, and, and I don't know if it's because of her role in the match or because of who she was working with, but something clicked. Now, I think for her, for, for uh, Corbin, I think the trick is going to be, does this happen in throwaway match NXT pre-tape Wednesday? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, does this keep up, or was this a golden thing that happened with her here with that person? Just like, wow, John Cena had a great match. Yeah, he worked Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Like, like, but still, I think still a lot of respect to Cena. I don't think it's more. I think it's more than just that for him specifically. But um, you know, is this just great chemistry for the night, or did these people again? This is developmental. Did you just watch them turn the corner? Did you just watch these people turn? From Warring Master into Stone Cold Steve Austin, of yeah. sorts. I, I just find I just really commend her for just you know her com- being so comfortable in that ring, especially like that opening sequence where like they're doing the wrist lock exchange and she's and uh, 
Asuka's just so fast and so quick, and like like she's keeping up with her. And the uh, my, I think the minute that the part that immediately sold me was Dana when Dana went charging and she uh, Asuka did the flying armbar. So amazing, like I, I was blown away. I really was. And um, <laughs> for those that did not see the backstage promo that they filmed for the YouTube oh, channel, this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Oh, so so she's lying out there and they're checking on her and she she like pops her head up. It's like I beat her right. I beat her so quick. I beat her so quick. And Emma's like like check her head, check her head, and then. <laughs> Asuka comes in and like talks to her, and she's like, and, and, and does the pat, does the pat on the head, which is pats very her important. on the head. Just comes in and 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 is a Japanese wrestler. Uh, can I just put it that way? Like just like those those kinds of those those kinds of things. And and um, yeah, it's it's just tremendous. And I hope that is a common thread. Maybe there's something that happens that she thinks she's somebody else now. You know, I would be okay if like just. They, they, Tina Brooks becomes like a, a pretty Festus character somehow um, <laughs> or, or, or something, you know, just, you know. I, <laughs> I also love that they're really, they're really selling like the crazy look that kind of, like, like how she gave the look to Emma or whatever. Um, I love, I, my fantasy booking concept would be that Devin Taylor discovered some sort of magic to where she can infiltrate the body of Asuka because... <laughs> This is all just revenge for all the times Dana Brooks pat her on the head during interviews. Like I, I love that. Um, yeah, uh, great. It's really great. Uh, the stuff. With, uh, it's clear the women's division is going to be perfectly fine with with Sasha and Charlotte and Becky gone. Nothing to worry about here. Is in the capable hands of Daddy Triple H. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go through what uh, you would change about NXT this week, uh, Tonya. Uh, my, my change, it's. I, I guess a lot of people are gonna disagree on this, but I would have closed the show at with Bailey celebrating in the ring, and I would have done the whole goodbye Sasha as a post-show thing, because one. The, the last takeover we already had like a really heartfelt thing at the end, uh, and Bailey, I, I didn't feel she got so to celebrate in this show, so I would I guess I just would cut the show and then do the rest for the post show, uh, because I did feel like they stole Bailey's thunder, and and I definitely do not want to set a precedence that every takeover we're gonna end with a heartfelt. Uh, segment. So yeah, I feel that. I, I think I think the I'm trying to think the ones that haven't. Ha- I think the first Sasha Charlotte match didn't have like the heartfelt sort of like ender thing. I think they just like ended it. And I think Sasha and Becky. I think those were the only two that didn't have like a handshake slash yeah. thing at well, the end. Sasha Becky had uh, Becky stay crying where while everyone was uh, singing her song. So That's true. Not, yeah. But I mean, that, that, the, I guess that was more of a natural. But, but kind something of thing. authentic is happening there. You know what I mean? Like, like, hey, this is a thought I had while watching this show. That that full sale. You know, they you know they're very boisterous. They're, they're, you know, they're becoming an ECW arena. 
to a point, right? Yeah, they already are. Sometimes they're assholes, you know. And 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 I, I Some, sometimes they create amazing things too, like Channing Gable to the theme of Kurt Angle's theme, which I was amazing. That's what I was hearing. Like well, Gable, are they, what are they, are they singing? Gable, wait, is that what? No, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> sorry, the, sorry, the Patriots theme. What am I thinking? <laughs> you could tell that uh, this the hotel guys were so uh, like butthurt, I guess, that the previous takeover was in Brooklyn, that they made sure that this show was gonna be amazing because of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like we're gonna we're not gonna let any match go down. We're gonna shant our, ourselves to death. I want to point think, out. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I wanna... no, no, no. I want to point out. Um, sorry, I, I thought I caught a, a, a break there. Uh, I want to point out, friend of the show, Justin Labar, with the uh, locally here with the trip, of course, share shot reality. He was in the crowd, and uh, I know he was. He took a picture of. Uh, by the way, he manages Rhino as the IWC champion in in, in IWC, uh, which will be coming up here in a couple of weeks on Breakable Core Time. Check it out or on DVD. IndieWrestling.us. I've done my duties, uh, but uh, I know he. I saw the tweet earlier, and he has an article up. I haven't read the article yet, but he said um, definitely like one of the best experiences he's had in pro wrestling was watching that show. So they were fun. They were fun, but they were never. I don't think they ever stepped out of line. No, the, no, no, no. the crowd wise. No, you know, they they weren't the they weren't the we are awesome crowd. No. Yet, you know, um, it, I. Can we discuss the work shoot that is the Bailey kid? I, I was gonna get to that. I was gonna okay. get to that in mind, but quickly, Sorg, uh, what would you change about oh, NXT well, Takeover? Oh, well, I change. Yes, I would make it a sixty-minute uh, Iron Man match. Yeah. Also, I don't know if anything would be left of them at that point. Uh, oh, oh, and 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 side note, what if we can throw in what I learned from this show? Uh, sure. Bailey's hairdo has a twenty-minute time limit. <laughs> <laughs> I had noticed. Boom! You know, which just added to everything. Like both of them looked like, like, like any of them could have walked down the hall and looked like they were doing a walk of shame of a very rough night. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they were just, they were just, they they were just so worn out at the end of that thing. And and but but yeah, you still just kind of wanted more. But again, it was it was the right thing, and and it might have been. It was the most entertaining Iron Man match I've ever watched. Awesome. Uh, th this goes to my change. <laughs> Sasha, you are a monster, and I love you. <laughs> um, that, I, okay, backstory. I watched TakeOver Live uh, on, on my school campus because I was because I've had Wi-Fi issues where I've, I've been before, so I wanted to make sure I got so this went to clear. And said, I'm watching this thing where it's reliable at school. Yeah, um, I I was gonna make a scene. I near lost it. Like like I was so unbelievably emotional during that moment. Um, and I think it's also a testament to the NXT crowd because there were there were people cheering Sasha Banks. You know. Yeah. Right. Sasha Banks is awesome. Duh. Yeah. But you like you could see the reactions on the crowd and listen to their reactions when it happened. But but for those that didn't watch, she snatched Izzy's headband off of her head and mocked her with it, making her cry. And the crowd's reaction was just like, What the 
Like, like it wasn't like a this is it was. And there was probably some fans that were like, "This is amazing," but it was like, "Oh no, no, this is wrong." <laughs> like, this got real. This got really real. <laughs> Wait, I also this think too far. Also, gotta think how much of that. How, what percentage of that crowd is a regular crowd, and it's not a large crowd. So, what percentage of that crowd? Knows the girl from being on TV and always in the corner, yeah. and says hi to her coming in. You know, you know how it is at an indie show. Like you mm-hmm. practically know all the regulars, and especially since featured on TV, this is an indie show, guys. So like everybody is like two degrees from this girl, basically, by just by de- being the, in the crowd. And it was like a personal attack, you know, yes. <laughs> on 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 the on Full Sail University uh, audience members, not just that little girl in the audience. And, and respect to the dad trying not to smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you saw, you saw he's just like, you know, like like he's trying to kayfabe it a little bit because he's like, he's just realizing the situation that's happening in front of him. Well, <laughs> the best part, the best part was, well, because before she takes the headband, there's one part where like she jaws to her, uh, uh, like when she throws Bailey to the steps. And, and, and the dad was kind of like shocked by it. You could see her. The mom though was like about to haul off. <laughs> she was about to go off. I was confused. Her. That group there, like that's just a fan group, right? That's not her uh, family. No, that's her family. No, that's her family, and it was Bailey's dad that was also there. Like, it, like they are related. Izzy's not related to Bailey. No, they're a different family. But sitting next to them was Bailey's dad, and I believe another. Okay. Relative member of family. Okay, because I got confused on that because something alluded to it being family, and I, I'm like, I thought she was just a fan. They just talk about her number one fan. I didn't think they alluded to any relation. So yeah, okay. I believe like the real, like the real older dude that was yeah. in that that section or whatever was Bailey's dad. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> and as she like works on Bailey in the ring afterwards, she got a huge Sasha's Ratchet chant, and I usually hate that chant, but that chant was deserved. <laughs> it was so deserved. Um, yeah, and I love that about Sasha Banks, is that she's not a, she's not afraid to work heel, and she isn't, a, like, the stigma with indie wrestlers is like, I'm, you know, I'm a heel, but I'm, a, I'm the cool heel where everyone loves me. Like, She's not afraid to be hated, you know, and I love that. This is a day in the age that you have to almost literally kick puppies in order to actually be hated, and she kicked a puppy hard. <laughs> yeah. She would, like, it was one short of, like, literally just kicking Izzy. <laughs> like, she, that's, that's all she had to do. But, no, um, yeah, it was amazing. It added to the drama of the match, obviously, and it was really phenomenal. Um, that- I like that Sasha... Is that, I love that Sasha worked heel. Yeah, yeah. Is like that, I love that. I got wait, wait, side back. Is that the most shocking thing you've seen since Snitsky punted a baby in the audience? I would yes, <laughs> yes. I yeah. It it's um, whew, it, it was something. Um, and I love that also as well. Is that like the only two falls that Sasha Banks got in the match was by countout and a poke to the eye and a roll up. Yep. Like that's kind of cool. Um. Yeah, I just I don't have enough good things to say. Apparently, from reports uh, from the show after they went off the air, Sasha gave Izzy her bouquet of flowers, which was nice. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> and then and Izzy or her dad her dad is on Twitter like posted a response to at Sasha Banks with Izzy just holding a, a sign that said Sasha next time just ask for my headband. <laughs> and so it's it's nice it's nice. I'm glad she didn't scar her for life. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I guess any other... I know we're, we're kind of going long, but this is... I mean, I think it's fair that we go long on this. Every, I, I, I think we covered it pretty good. I was pretty freaking amazing. And and that's... that's If you're, like, you know, worrying about WWE these days, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's... The future's bright for them. If this is a glimpse of, well, this is what happens when Triple H is in charge, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like... Like, Sasha Banks in particular, I feel like there's no way they're going to mess her up. I feel like she's bulletproof. I feel like she has such innate ability and innate personality to where she will find a way to maintain herself on the main roster. Uh, Breaking news. um, Sue, I can't believe I'm seeing this, but this is from uh, WWE NXT on Facebook, but James Storm just showed up. Uh, yeah, the NXT. Yeah, that was that was tweeted out by NXT because they they're doing their tapings tonight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> James, like it was literally just there were some rumors that were coming out about it like yesterday, and then it's like, oh, James Storm's here. What? <laughs> um, I'm interested to see. I heard he got a huge pop, so you know. Hey, you know, he's good for him. To, he's used to working right down the road, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely. Uh, I think the next couple uh, weeks going into the next TakeOver are going to be amazing. And this, the next TakeOver is going to be in the UK, so uh, it'll be another big one. So, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so, yeah, that... Dude, Finn Baylor. Oh, Finn Baylor is going to have an incredible match that night. <laughs> I, I oh, feel... The, there's, a one ma- there's one match that everyone on the internet is hoping happens based off of the way storylines go, and I feel like it could be a, it could be a unbelievable matchup. Regal um, versus Breeze. And- yeah. If, if they do Regal versus Breeze, like, that's, that's going to be phenomenal. Holy crap, I just got chills. Yeah, Regal's retirement match. It's perfect. It's not just because I watched Bryce Rensburg do a head scissors on Chuck Taylor, by the way. <laughs> from, our, from our good friends at Inspire Pro Wrestling. That's right. That's right. Um, I, I think it's safe to say we all ranked this number one this week. I mean... Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. <laughs> um, you gotta, you're, you're the least favorite thing that you have in professional wrestling, Tonio, cried in front of you. How can you yeah. not rank this number no, one? No, yeah, yeah, this was number one for me, uh, uh, like you said on the other shows, uh, they were all good, but this is just like an NXT takeover and easy cried, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> my is, life is complete. This is the WrestleMania of Wednesday night wrestling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every three, every th- every two months. You know what I mean? So, wow, definitely. So yeah, that was uh, this week's uh, NXT takeover respect review, uh, part of the midweek war. Sorg, where can they find us? I, I love rest. that. I'm passing it out to you right now because I hate doing this 
section because I always forget stuff. Oh, then let so me spoil you. I'll tell you what you do. You go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. I don't have to. I don't have to say all the funny names. I don't have to do all the tricks. There's video. There's audio. You can subscribe to all the buttons right there on the right at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can also contact us uh, good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. And I believe that phone number is 412-206-WMS0. Uh, please check out the rest of the Midweek Wars that don't include me. It's okay. They're still good. And uh, the other shows, including our Raw, raw Wrap-Ups, uh, Indie Mayhem Show, where we uh, had, had some great interviews the last few weeks, uh, and the Wrestling Mayhem Show that we talk about the rest of wrestling and everything comes together there. That's our main show. And so much more fantastic columns, killer articles by uh, the, our friend of the mainstream media, Matt Carlins. And please check out our friends, Slice on Broadway, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, IndieWrestling.us, where you can see some names. And some of the names we talked about tonight before they were stars. And uh, and so much more. Uh, I'm at Sorgatron on the Twitters. Tony Grata. Uh, you can find me at DW Revolution on the Twitters. You can go to TheWrestlingRevolution.com to read the review of NXT TakeOver Respect. Or you can join me also at, uh, in Patreon. Uh, go make an account and look up the uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show and give those guys a dollar. They're, they're pretty used to it, so it's worth it. Uh, you can also find a panel riot there, so give that guy a dollar because he needs to read comics for his show and comics aren't free. No, they are not. Uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Aemon2Please and check out Inspire Pro Wrestling to see the stuff I do in the commentary independent wrestling world of things. Uh, uh, go check out the stuff that we're doing over there. Uh, yeah, for myself and Sorgatron and Tony Garza, this has been the NXT TakeOver Midweek War. We will see you next NXT TakeOver. How in the hell are we going to top this?